The Journal presents the Good Information Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Good Information Podcast, a series where the Journal gets to grips with 15 major topics that our audience has told us are impacting their daily lives and focusing their minds on the future. I'm Susan Daly, Managing Editor of The Journal, where the Good Information Project has been giving readers the opportunity to engage directly with editors and journalists on these issues. With you, we've looked at their impact on Ireland and on our place in the wider EU. In this episode, we are asking, where does Ireland and the EU fit into the current space race? Did you know Ireland has more than two dozen companies working in the space industry and that we contribute to the European Space Agency? Is this the future or a folly? We'll answer these questions and more, but here's your take on our part in all of this. Creating stepping stones out into and beyond our solar system seems to be the only approach available to us, unless we get technological assistance from a more advanced alien species. Without faster-than-light drive for spacecraft, the time it would take to get to another potential Earth-like planet would take generations. So building outposts on the Moon and Mars to push the science and develop new technologies for power, air, water and food in those environments will hopefully lead to new solutions and self-reliance that doesn't depend on never-ending logistical support from Earth. Exploration that doesn't leave a trail of debris behind it will be good. After that, space for all, i.e. it doesn't belong to whoever gets there first. Most of the scenarios posed relate to commerce and not to science or understanding. If exploration is the motivation behind space exploration, we'll screw up wherever we land, just like we've messed up this planet. The priority should be to end starvation and poverty here first, and not waste billions on vanity projects. Just a thought. So what's the wider view? Good Information Project producer Carl Kinsella is here to tell us if the Irish are space sceptics or looking to the next frontier. If you were to compile a list of things you'd most closely associate with the Republic of Ireland, it's very possible that space exploration wouldn't even finish in the top thousand. Still, Ireland is a contributor to the European Space Agency to the tune of 19 million euro a year. The Good Information Project, in conjunction with Ireland Thinks, set out to learn what Irish people think of space exploration and where Ireland fits into the galaxy at large. On a personal level, Irish people tend to be space hesitant. Out of 1,427 people polled in August 2021, 28% said that they would travel to space, and 24% of those would only do so on the condition that it was free. 4% said that they would pay anything to go to space. But Irish people are far more likely to stay where they are, with 37% uninterested in a space jaunt, and 18% curious but ultimately not convinced by the prospect. 13% actually categorise themselves as opposed to space travel outright. On the matter of who is leading the space race, there was a larger chunk than usual of those who simply didn't express an opinion. Given the option of various entrepreneurs and space agencies, the most popular answer after NASA at 27% was don't know at 24%, just ahead of Elon Musk on 23%. In response to the question, if you were to pick one, who do you believe is the leading player in the current space race, just 2% named the European Space Agency, of which Ireland is a member. Irish people also tend to be unconvinced by the purported advent of space tourism. 
Asked if they believed space tourism would be commonplace within the next 50 years, 46% said no and 19% said they don't know, leaving just 35% who believe that we will be travelling to space in the next half century. The younger people are, the less likely they are to buy into space travel for the common person, with 4 out of 5 respondents between the ages of 18 and 24 saying they either didn't believe it would happen or didn't know. But no age cohort sees space travel as likely. This space scepticism extends as far as our role in the ESA. 4 out of 10 say that we should decrease our funding for the ESA, which is already one of the lowest contributions in Europe, less than 1% of the agency's overall budget. 11% did say they'd be happy for us to increase our funding, while a solid 37% is happy for it to stay the same. As for what Irish people want to see prioritised in space research, monitoring key parts of Earth's climate system led the way, with a majority of 53% thinking that was the best use of the ESA's resources. 21% said they would like to see the ESA focusing on developing technologies, and another 14% said that they wanted to prioritise monitoring asteroids coming in close contact with Earth. There is far less enthusiasm for the idea of sending people to the Moon or to Mars. Only 3% of respondents felt that this should be a priority for the ESA. While there are undeniably some very passionate would-be astronauts in Ireland who'd love to set foot on Mars, the overwhelming majority of Irish people believe that there's no need for Ireland to increase its role in the space race, and that the space race itself should be seen as a means of keeping Earth safe, rather than as an arm of human exploration and colonisation. Thanks, Carl. Now let's get back to Earth with reporter CJ McKinney on the facts and figures surrounding the European Space Agency and why Ireland contributes to it. Welcome, CJ. Tell me this. What are the ambitions of the European Space Agency? One of the things the European Space Agency is keen on is they want to put the first European on the moon by the end of the decade. They do other uh, explorations, they're looking for exoplanets and, and water on the moons of Jupiter and things like that. But I suppose that's a, a headline grabber and they're selecting new astronauts at the moment. They've got, I think, eight on the roster. They want to add another four to six. Uh, and it's possible that one of those astronauts uh, could end up being Irish. We have 22 candidates in the shortlisted pool of 1,400. So the odds aren't aren't great, but uh, it's always possible. Okay, so apart from potentially putting a person on the moon uh, who might be Irish, how is this country involved in the space race? You do have the odd Irish scientist involved in space telescopes and ESA projects like that. And there's some research disciplines in which Irish science is, is quite prominent, like optics out in NUI Galway. I spoke to a, a professor from there. But the science of space isn't really a priority for the Irish state. It's really the business of space, the commercial opportunities that come from sending up satellites and the data that comes down from them and taking Jeff Bezos up into orbit. And, and all that commercial opportunity is really what Ireland wants to get in on. And it's a really big market. The, I spoke to a, a Trinity professor who had written a book on this subject, and he said that the space economy is worth 300 billion euro, and that's credibly forecast to grow to about a trillion euro in the coming years. So Ireland just wants a slice of that pie. And there's a government strategy from the Department of Enterprise that basically tries to position us as an investment destination for space companies. Uh, similar, I suppose, to how we have a lot of social media companies, right? We didn't invent the internet, but we do quite well out of it in terms of jobs and investments and so on. There are a few homegrown space or space adjacent companies. I spoke to a couple of them. 
they're really all quite small, as you would expect, and they would mostly rely on contracts from the European Space Agency to give them a start. The hope is that they would really take off, uh, if uh, that's not too horrible a pun, that they become the world leader in uh, making tiny chips that go into a rover or a rocket or uh, talking to satellites using lasers. Uh, so you carve out a few niches maybe in the space industry and, and that becomes worthwhile. When you talk and you mention the figure trillion of anything, euro or dollar, then, you know, I'm thinking less pie in the sky now and more, you know, I can see why we, we're putting money into this. And we do spend, as a country, 20 million in contributions to the European Space Agency. However, when we did some polling on this, Irish people don't really want to see this figure increase. What is the argument for and against increasing that figure for CJ? So 20 million euro is not a lot of money in the grand scheme of government spending. And the argument for increasing it is with the European Space Agency, you get out what you put in. So it's not like the EU budget where you could be a net contributor, as Ireland now is, or historically we got a load of free money out over and above the membership fee with the ESA you put 20 million in and that means that Irish companies and researchers are entitled to give or take 20 million in ESA contracts. And, you know, the argument then for putting more in is that it comes back out and you have that sort of added value of being part of a wider project with lots of other researchers that Irish scientists would never get an opportunity to do uh, on their own, those kind of interesting collaborations. The argument against increasing the amount is sort of the same that it what because uh, it goes in and comes back out to Irish companies that in a way it's government subsidies to private businesses. Um, your taxes are going to a canny entrepreneur who may turn out to be the next Elon Musk, but he, he or she probably won't. Um, I think it is better though to think of it as cash transfers to interesting startups that could become something huge someday rather than 20 million being spent on searching for aliens or something like that. CJ, this all sounds very glamorous and exciting work. What are these Irish space companies doing that are putting us adjacent to moon landings, we'll say? Yeah, in a lot of cases, it's not actually so much about moon landings and space exploration and, and, and looking out into space. It's actually to do with looking back down to Earth, um, using satellites to for Earth observation and, and generating data um, on you know how fast is a forest fire moving, for example, uh, climate change, uh, Earth-focused rather than space-focused in a way. So I spoke to a company called the National Space Centre, which has a load of satellite dishes down in Cork near Middleton. Um, and they, it's a relatively small company, but they uh, can, you can hire the dishes to talk to satellites and they will uh, crunch the data that comes off satellites um, for clients. There's a firm called Embryonics in Galway and they, they're looking at how to talk to satellites using lasers, uh, which sounds really cool. Uh, NBIO, they make what they call or what's described as sunscreen for satellites in Clonmel. Um, you know, I, I spoke to a chap who uh, is a consultant for, for companies looking to get into uh, space and space adjacent uh, sectors. And he kind of describes Ireland's place in this as being, you know, you're making components, you're making maybe you know a chip that would go in a thing that goes in a rocket. It's not about, you know, you're going to be a, a pouring rockets off assembly lines or training astronauts. But, uh, you know, you can make small high tech components, for example, and that could be a valuable industry in itself, even if you're, you're not sending people to Mars. 
CJ, one other factor that we maybe didn't mention on the pro list. Does being involved make Ireland look sort of cool and high tech? Yeah, I think there is an argument for that in the sense that Ireland has a lot of high tech sectors already. Um, it kind of feeds feeds into that reputation we have in in certain sectors in IT and data and and so on high tech manufacturing. So it's not inconceivable that you might attract a big US space company to invest here, as the uh, enterprise strategy envisages, or that a small Irish space company could become something real. And it it sounds maybe a bit pie in the sky because obviously we're never going to have a big domestic space program or anything like that, but. You know, 50 years ago, it wasn't obvious that this island in the West Atlantic that mostly exported cattle could get into pharmaceuticals or IT or European headquarters of, of Facebook. So it's a bet. It's, it's a gamble on the country's future. Uh, it might pay, pay off. It might not. And it's at least giving us a chance to participate in the modern world. Um, so that's an interesting angle for us. Thank you so much, CJ, for explaining that to me. We'll give the last word to Leo Enright, who told our Open Newsroom webinar about new legislation on space exploration and Ireland's part in it. Yes, we do have an involvement. Again, this is not something that, uh, my, to my knowledge, I don't, I, I'm open to correction here. I don't think we're directly um, contributing. Uh, I haven't looked at the figures lately, so I, I'd be careful here. I'm not certain that we're contributing uh, any additional money to Ariane 6, but we do certainly uh, contribute to the Ariane program uh, in the sense that we have several companies that are supplying uh, both ground services uh, and software to the Ariane program. So we're def- Ireland is definitely involved, um, but I, I wouldn't say, you know, a bit like the the, the old ham and ham omelette, you know, the chicken, uh, the, the, the chicken is involved, but the pig is committed. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Good Information Podcast. Today's episode was edited and produced by Adrian Carty, with research by Carl Kinsler and additional journalism from the Good Information Project team. Go to thejournal.ie to find out more about the entire Good Information Project and email us at goodinformation@thejournal.ie with your feedback and questions. If you want to hear more episodes in this series, find us at the Good Information Podcast on the Journal app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Good Information Project is co-funded by Journal Media and a grant programme from the European Parliament.